Hello, welcome. It's Tom McGrady Lauer, closing to the podcast. I'm your very tired host, Vince. And I'm your island getaway host, Olive. What's up? What's new? Animal Crossing, that's what's new. Okay, we're gonna get right into this? We're getting right into it, dude. It's so fun. It's so fun. Okay, um, yes. I'm so hyped about it. It's, it's, I, 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 I bought it as well, and I agree, um... What's your favorite part about it? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's very visually appealing. It's, I like that it's a set of chores that I like doing. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, um, I really enjoy talking to all the villagers and, like, giving them presents and them just being generally happy to see me, especially because living in isolation has been driving me up a goddamn wall. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, my favorite part is probably making like laying out my town. I, it is no uh, secret that I am addicted to city builders and uh, sim games where I get to make and craft every little detail about um, a space. So my town is absolutely gorgeous. I use time travel because I am the lord of time, um, and I just I'm having a blast. I'm having so much fun. And even though I have the layout of my town, like almost complete um i'm still going to have a lot of fun just like hand placing every flower to make it the perfect little island of anyone's ever seen cool and thank you for coming to my animal crossing podcast i uh i i don't have everything unlocked in mine yet um but i did like the first few hours of the game because it was kind of like do this do that do this do that and then Mm -hmm. when it was like go off and do whatever you want i was just kind of like wait i want direction again um, what recent milestone have you met? Uh, I hit? just got my fourth villager, so I have four total. Um, Do you have the campsite? What do you mean the campsite? Nope, okay. I'm tra- trying to gauge where you are in the main story. Um, I just got the Able Sisters to show up. Uh, okay, awesome. Um, so I actually have, like, cool clothes now. Me too. Do you have the pro designer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. I love that you can make, like, all your own clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did, what else happened? I have the museum. Museum's fucking so cool. The museum's my favorite part. It's yeah. so, my favorite room is the butterfly room. Oh, I love the aquarium. Oh, the aquarium's really cool. The thing I like about the butterfly room is that, like, all the ones that you've caught just kind of flutter all around. Mm-hmm. So whenever visitors come to my island, I bring them there and take a picture with them. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You haven't been to my island yet. I don't have online for the Switch. <laughs> You're correct. Um, as soon as I get it, I'll jump. I'll jump over. Cool. Uh, no, it's. It was very much like months ago. I was like, I don't want to play this stupid fucking baby game for girls and children. And then I saw everybody playing it, and I was like, all right, maybe I'll give it a try. And I think a big thing is that I, I bought it digitally. Which, Mm -hmm. you know, for me is like, um... A taboo. Not a taboo. What's the... What's the... What's the word? The sin. A mortal sin? No. Cardinal sin? Yeah, it's like a cardinal sin for me is to buy games digitally. And I think that's why I've been playing it as much as I have been is because it's... It's digital. I don't have to get up and switch the cartridges Mm -hmm. out and, like... It's just... I feel like it's a game that plays better digitally than it does physically. I agree. 
um, like um, if I'm getting like a full ass AAA game like Skyrim 2 HD Electric Boogaloo, mm-hmm. all right, I'll get a cartridge because that makes sense. Yeah. But for this, it's kind of like it's kind of has a similar play pattern to me like an app like i'll check it throughout yes, the day yes exactly so like when i i was just saying before we started recording um i've been getting up a lot earlier recently just to try to like keep my energy up mm-hmm. and i get up in the morning and i like say hi to my villagers and good morning and go pick my fruit and stuff then later after some of my classes uh, online i'll hop on and like dig up all my fossils kind of like draw my days out mm-hmm and then at night, if I've got nothing better to do, I'll finish that day Tarantula. and then start a new day. Tarantula Island. Oh, oh Tarantula okay. Island. Tarantula okay. Island. Oh, you're saying night. That's where I thought you were going. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. I've done a, a bunch of Tarantula Islands. I'm not rich by any means, but I've definitely... I've spent the majority of my money moving houses as I kind of craft little neighborhoods for my villagers. Mm. Like, I have them in, like, little blocks of, like, uh, three or four just um, spread her out, um, out like the main yeah. big area of my island. Cool. So, and I've I've literally probably spent like four hundred thousand bells on moving houses because I placed all the houses, but then I wanted to put fencing around them. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to have a two wide path, so I had to rearrange like both of my neighborhoods. Jesus. Yeah. So all of my money has been going towards moving houses. I finally got all the houses where they belong, though. I I, I haven't even unlocked it. I don't even know how to get Isabella. Oh, um, I won't tell you then. Yeah, I'm just kind of playing, and I'm like, I want to move things. I want more bridges. Um, Mm -hmm. There will come a time where you can get all the advanced construction stuff. It's not far away from where you're at right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Once you have five villagers, uh, then you should see more of those options pop up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say the 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 bunny day thing is the most whack shit ever. I haven't played it because uh, I've time traveled, so it's so fucking whack. It's around for all of April, isn't it? Uh, I think it's like the the first half of April. Yeah, I think my in-game day is, like, April 20th or something, so. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. Um, I saw it on Twitter. That's enough for me. Yeah, it's, it's you're not missing anything. You, like, they, they give you a bunch of custom DIY shit, and it's the most gaudy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not for it, but... It's a nice way to just kind of, like, come home and be like, I have to fish now. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I hate that I'm, I love it so much because I'll be like, oh, look at that one. That's a cute fucking monkey that's in my town now. Or, like, this dude, this this one dude named Eric the Elk just showed up, and he's got, like, a sweater oh, on. Oh, cool. And I'm like, what's up, Eric the Elk? Like, it's just like, I don't know. I never thought I'd, I'd be one for. Um, I got a bunch of cats. Oh, really? My original villagers were cat, like K A T T, and uh, it's a she's a cat with a leather jacket and just like it's kind of like yo cool cat. Oh, it's cool. And the other one is Coach, and he is a uh, he's a, a gorilla. No, a lion. Um, I'm trying to no, he's a moose. Yo, Coach is a moose, but he's addicted to like uh, working out. So he's got like a runner's jersey on yeah. and he's always in the plaza, like doing stretches. Dude, I think everybody starts with a, with a workout person. Oh, really? Because my one squirrel is a workout person and I want to get rid of them. 
because they're just annoying. And Eventually, you can pick and choose who you let in your village. That's what I heard. Um, and then I watched this one YouTube channel, and they were doing a Let's Play of it, and they got a lion who was a fitness enthusiast. Mm. So I was like, oh, I guess everybody gets that. But I got two monkeys, an elk, and a squirrel. I think right now I have up to three or four cats in my village. Oh, wow. Um, I've got cat. I've got Kiki, who looks like the like the Kiki's delivery, delivery service, service cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I... Oh, and tomorrow, uh, Bob is moving in. The OG. I don't know, Bob. He's the, like... In the game's code, he's, like, Villager 001. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, like, one of the original designed uh, Animal Crossing villagers. He's a purple cat with, like, uh, yellow eyes and a red sweater. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's dope as hell. We could pop a picture on, probably. Yeah, um... It's a fun little... Silly little experience that I'm just enjoying way more than I thought I would. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your... uh, We'll talk more about it later, but, like, what's your favorite thing to do? Nothing. Just kind of get on and get my get my stuff and then go fishing a little bit. Or I don't even like talking to my villagers. It's just like, all right, let me go see how much... Like turnips. I bought 40 turnips for like 90-something each. I spent like 38000 And if I do it correctly, I'll make a stupid amount of money and be able to pay a, either all of my loan off or a nice chunk of it. I haven't really been investing in the stock market. Oh, that's that's all I needed to hear was stock market. I was like, all right, I'm in. Like, I'm fucking... This is, this is like legal gambling. The stock market. <laughs> I like that they say it like like a turn-up stock. Like yeah. a, I think that's so cute. How and, that's that. probably one of my favorite... All of my favorite people or animals in Animal Crossing are, peop- are animals that I can't have in my town. Like... I love well, not that I can't have in my town, but they're not like villagers. Like mm-hmm. I love Blathers. Blathers um, is pretty cool. I love Daisy May. She's incredibly cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Flick. I haven't seen Flick yet. Flick is the uh, the bug catcher. Mm-hmm. So you could sell bugs to Flick for one point five uh, times profit. Really? So, like, if something you you sell to the Nooklings. For a thousand, you can sell it to Flick for fifteen hundred. Meaning, wow. the tarantulas, which sell for eight thousand dollars a pop, become twelve thousand dollars. Holy shit! And I had at one point this giant plot of land on my um, a village that was dedicated just to storing my tarantulas in boxes um, because I just I'd make tarantula islands and catch as many as I can a couple nights in a row. Yeah, and then I would wait. I would wait for Flick. No Flick shit. is the reason that I was able to pay off the third upgrade to my house, which wow. was like $400,000. I did it in one night. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's just, you know. It's so enjoyable. So, to get into today's lore, um, this is lore that kind of bothers me a little bit after I read it. Because from the way the game makes it seem, the Flatwoods monster existed... To begin with, within the universe, and they had accounts of it because there is magazines and there are posters and shit that show the Flatwoods monster exactly as you see it in game. So it's something that I don't understand. 
like like I don't understand a lot of um, the Vault Boy commercial things, like the animated commercials, mm-hmm. because they acknowledge the existence of the of 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 a wasteland where if these are being made pre-war, how would they know what Yao Guai would look like or super mutants? Yeah, I so, think it's most, mostly meant for like promotional material. No, absolutely, but, but if you're going to pass them off as this came out in universe, like uh, there's going to be a picture on screen that says like flat the Flatwoods encounter. And this might just be like yeah, this is supposed to be cuz it says photographed in color by Atoma Color. That's actually really fucking cool. Um mm-hmm. but like it looks like it's it's supposed to be in world like this already what the fuck why does this work like that that it's that it already had happened um so where's the other picture i was just looking at where to go where to go where to go there it is so there's another one that says who goes there right the strange encounters in flatwoods by stephen h patterson and it's quite obviously supposed to be because it says tales from the west virginia hills it's supposed to be like a, a magazine like it looks like um Almost like uh, what were those? What were those two? Those two boys that always ran together. Those books, the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. It kind of looks like a Hardy Boys cover, like it's painted and shit. But the Flatwoods monster on it is exactly like it is in the game. So this is obviously because of the wear and tear of the book. This is something that was made pre-war. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a little bit confusing. So where, why does it look like this? Did they know about it already? Was it something that was being written about? Which I know just mean kind of nitpicking, but at the same time, like if you really sit back and think about it, that doesn't make sense. So it's like, huh? Yeah, like Mothman. It kind of makes sense because the Mothman statue doesn't look anything like the Mothman creature in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if they would have, if they would have kept all of the moth i don't know what any of the promotional mothman shit looks like but if any of the promotional mothman shit looks like um looks like him in the game then it's like where what what canon are we going with because does he look like the statue or does he look like whatever Mm. um in pre-war west virginia near the town of flatwoods many claim to see a dark mysterious figure with glowing eyes a flatwoods monster reportedly took colton pickens into a spaceship and performed experiments on him however that account was disbelieved by the responding police forces now a little bit on colton pickens that sounds like a fake name it does right yeah um, I get all my lore off fallout.fandom.com. Colton Pickens was a hot dog vendor in Appalachia before the Great War. <laughs> One night, Colton Pickens was found by the local police standing on the roof of his shack naked and yelling incoherently. Pickens was restrained by four deputies and was found to be high and to have a high blood alcohol level. After Pickens regained his senses to testify to Deputy D.B. Walton... That the last re- that he last remembered taking out the trash behind Hill Folk Hot Dogs when he saw the Flatwoods monster, which told him to follow him into a spaceship. Pickens claimed that the experiment on him made him drunk. Pickens' account were disbelieved by Walton, who had then had him arrested for drunk and disorderly conduct and indecent exposure. Today on the fucking Twilight Zone. That entire thing made me smile so much. <laughs> I'm just sitting here with a grin on my face. I, that entire story, I'm not sure if it's based on, like, the actual Flatwoods monster, like, 
uh, cryptid myth, but it's just so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... Hold on. Let me just read you the biology of this man, of the Flatwoods awesome. Monster. The Flatwoods Monster is a humanoid creature of seemingly extraterrestrial extraterrestrial origin. There we go. A Flatwoods Monster head is encased in a purple space helmet, which obscures its face to save for its glowing white eyes. The rest of its body is sealed in a protective suit with an armored... An armored breathing apparatus and large spade-shaped frills on its back. Flatwood monsters have no visible legs. The suit instead terminating to a bullet shape. Really, that's the word we're using. I this, guess. Are you reading this too with me or no? No, I'm not. I was letting you uh, letting you read it to that's me a this time. Fucking weird word to use. The suit instead tapers to a bullet-shaped point at the bottom. With what appears to be small hover jets around the waist, according to the to the creature to float above the ground, the Flatwoods monster's long arms are tipped with large three fingered hand, large three finger hands clad in large black gloves. Beneath the Flatwoods monster's hard metal shell is an alien. However, it is difficult to tell because of the suit and helmet obscuring the alien's features. Encountering a glitched Flatwoods monster or zooming in on one in photo mode will allow you to see beneath the suit. A cleaner look from its NIF file also reveals that the extraterrestrial monster is deformed with, a very, with very small legs inside the suit. Huh. So they probably just shrank the model's legs. Probably. <laughs> Uh, some gameplay attributes for him. This is this is the thing that like I always shy away from doing the seventy six cryptids because there's the cryptid lore and then there's kind of like how they are in game and then it's just kind of like how they interact. So like the Flatwoods monster can be encountered in a random encounter in which if approached or shot at, it will suddenly disappear along with a flash of light. Or if it is a hostile variant, it will engage the player player character using teleportation to move around it is possible for more than one to it is possible for one to spawn alongside the mothman during combat the flatwoods monster will teleport around it regenerates lost health when nearly dead multiple times and it can also take control of other creatures and robots around it and use them to defend itself this thing looks really cool i've never seen it in game neither have i indicated by the purple glow around the creature and oh wow that it's under control the Tales of West Virginia Hills magazine, issue 5, will provide 15% damage against the Flatwoods monster. At the White Springs Resort, the White Springs robots will not attack the Flatwoods monster if it appears. Hmm. The Flatwoods monster will only attack the player character. Uh, this can occur during a White Spring assaults, assault random encounter along with regular assaults of randomized enemies that will attack the robots. The player character must fend off two different types of enemies at once, including the Flatwoods monster, as opposed by the one type of hostile enemy in the White Springs detail security system. There's a bunch of different variants of it. There's the Flatwood monster itself, the fabled Flatwoods monster, the mythical Flatwoods monster. Um, of course. Of course, John. Course. Why, why is the fucking mobile version of this website so awful? There's like Usually whenever I do my lore, I put it on a sticky note on my desktop. So it looks like I'm just looking at the camera. 
No, I mean, I just, this is like the one time I didn't have time to write it down. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you know what, I'll just, what's what's one time? And the mobile version of this website is just horrendous. There has to be yeah. more than three. I'm sorry, I love fucking fandom, fallout.fandom.com. But like... Almost as much as we like Shane Ivers, but we haven't gotten him yet. <laughs> but like, I just can't fucking deal with this shit. Like, I hate this. I hate this layout. You know what I hate is that if you're scrolling and then there's like a break, it cuts the page for an ad, and then you got to keep scrolling. Or if you have your that. phone slightly tilted to one way, it fucking shifts it into portrait mode or, or the other mode, whatever the other way is, and then when you go back, it puts you to the top of the page. Oh, I know. So, you can find... So, I, there's probably more, but because of the website layout... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not blaming the website. It's my fault. I didn't have enough time to do it, but whatever. Um, a Flatwoods monster can be encountered near Abby's Bunker. Acro- These are the, all the places you can find them. Across the river from Dryer Chemical. Outside the converted munitions factory. Southeast of Spruce Knob Channels. On the cliffside. The, the woods west of Wilson Brothers Auto Repair. Near the, near the top of the world... Near Johnson's Acre, uh, near Southampton Estate, on the northwest side of Skytop Ski Lanes, uh, it has a chance to spawn west of RNG Station. A chance to spawn at the southwest southwest point near the lower southwest or eastern guarded checkpoint of the White Springs Resort, uh, near Twin Lakes, near. Kerwood Mine, between the mine and the Rangers District Office, and can possibly appear within the mire at three randomized locations during the Queen of the Hunt daily quest. So the Flatwoods Monster, this is a little note on him, his his controlling ability affects every non-player character entity in the game, including the Scorcher Beast Queen and the Mothman. Jeez... And can even take over the player's own camp turret. Yeah, that's about him. Behind the scenes, the Flatwoods monster is based on the West Virginia folklore. Um, the Flatwoods monster was encountered by Fred and Edward May and their friend Tommy Hayer, who claimed to have encountered an alien creature after investigating a mysterious light that flew across the sky and appeared to have landed in the woods. The hovering monster was described as being ten feet tall, with a green body, clawed hands, and had a red face, glowing yellow eyes, and a head shaped like an ace of spades. Hmm. There is one alien account, I think I've talked about it before, from, I want to say, the 60s. And it came from an... uh, an interracial couple, and this is... I'm only bringing this up because I I have to make a point with it later. Um, hmm. That they were both separated, and they were like, what happened? And they gave the same exact story. The two of them. Really? Yeah. And they, and they were like, we were abducted by aliens. They're oh. like, no, you're crazy. And they're like, no. And they told the same exact story. And... Everything about it, I forget if it's one guy or if the husband or the wife or something was more coherent about what had happened, but it is the most, like, I think it was before everybody, not everybody, it was before, like, oh, green men and fucking shoving things Mm -hmm. up their ass. Like, it was before that. Like, before that became... an actual, like, supernatural account. Yeah, I mean, as close as without, you can get. Without media clouding at all. Yeah. 
And I was listening to something about it. This was a long time ago. And the guy goes, and I think the cherry on top is the fact that it was like the 50s or 60s and they were an interracial couple. It was the 50s or the 60s. Why would you want to bring any more attention to yourself, especially with your spouse, who is of a different race than you are, during the 50s or the 60s? In a time where racism is, like, at one of its highest points (laughs) in America. Yeah. Like, it was the meta. Like... (laughs) Should I say what I'm saying? Hold on. Can you repeat that? Yeah, you heard me. Like what's what's the current meta? The current meta uh, to be offended by everything, to virtue signal. <laughs> but like that's a low hanging fruit. I mean, I know it is. But did you see the thing recently that uh, there was someone trying to interview the president, and they were just like, "We heard that someone might have used the term kung flu who's in your cabinet," and it's like you can ask me any question you want. I'm like you could ask the president any question you want about the virus, and what you want to go to instantly is maybe some subtle racism. That's not even. That's more funny than anything. Come on, um, people are not just Americans. People are dying at an alarming rate right now. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. And that's what you want to talk about. We can worry about that when we have a, when we have something to take care of this. Um, but no, it was just like why are. Why would you want to? Why would you want to bring more attention here? Like that's just going to get you. And this was the fifties. If you if you uh, fell and you were a guy and you skipped, you got beat up for looking gay. You know what I mean? Like this is this was a time of just uh, men didn't cry. This was the like, the age of not white, not right. Yeah, yeah. So it was just one of those things. Like, why would you lie about this? And it's just like I said, they separated them, and it was both two things, uh, two different things that had what do you call it? That two these people were separated, and they both gave the same story, like an uncanny account. Yeah, like the only thing that was different was maybe a couple words. But it was the same story. It was like, we did this, we did that, that happened, we spoke, and then this happened. And then I think she said, the woman in it said that she she was impregnated or something with something, like, inside of her. That she understood something was now inside of her because of what had happened. And they had told her that she'd be back or, or they'd be back for her or something. I don't remember. I do not remember. But... If you're into aliens, look that shit up because that shit's fucking fascinating. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Do you know what the the story is like actually called? No, I I think their name is like Ed and I want to say Ed and Mary, but I just read Ed and May before, so I doubt mm-hmm. it. Um, because like you know how like the Roswell incident is like has like a special name. Does it? Yeah, like the Roswell incident. Oh, right, sure. I mean, I wouldn't consider that a special name. I would just consider that what happened. Yeah, but like. It's, it's, it's a way to refer to it, where this is kind of just, like, some kind of weird alien encounter. I guess. I mean, when I say the debacle of 95, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, like, but we don't have to say what it is, but, like, when you say... I wouldn't, I don't know, I think Roswell incident is, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's the Flatwoods monster. He's cool. an alien, um... Yeah. That's about it on him. Cool. So back to the Animal Crossing podcast. <laughs> sure. Um, dude, it's so good. It's yeah. So good, dude. Tell me I don't even. 
I don't know even what to say. I mean, I'd love to show off my village, but I don't have a capture card for my Switch. I see. I mean, I could technically hold it up to the camera, but that sounds like the worst thing I could ever do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, this is an audio medium. Yes. So, there's that. I... I have the perfect little spot for my house. Really? Yeah. Um, my house is, like, it's next to, like, a little lake. Like, a little, little pond, and the main river stream thing that runs through is uh, right there. And it's just really tranquil that I can leave my house in the morning, catch a couple fish, go find my fossils, go to Blathers, sell my shit. I've, I've like, don't like that I... Not that I shouldn't say I don't like. I just, like, I never thought I would like this game. Mm-hmm. Like, you're pleasantly surprised with yourself? Yeah. It's, like, don't get me wrong, it's not fine art. It's Daily Quest, the game. And, and it has building. room for improvement. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm having, like, like way too much fun trying to build out my house. Like, I have my room, my bigger room, and then I have a second room. And I want to either turn that second room into a kitchen or a bathroom. But I'm thinking, see, I wish I could build walls within my house. Yeah. Do you have the left room and the back room? No, I have the back room. You have the back room? All right, I've got the back room and the left room right now. Can you not get an upstairs and a downstairs? Uh, you can. I just haven't upgraded that part yet. I see. Um, Mostly yeah. because my current mortgage is like 58, 580 with three more zeros. 580,000. That's how you say numbers. <laughs> no, I feel you. Because <laughs> um, what I'm thinking about doing is having my, my main, like when you first walk in as a living room, mm-hmm. like just like an average living room, and then having a kitchen. And then, to like, in the back of the house is a kitchen. Maybe the left room will be a bathroom. Um, and then having my upstairs be my bedroom. And then having my downstairs be a man cave. I'm not sure what I want to do with my basement yet. I'm thinking of doing, like, an art project in the basement. Like, have you seen the things on Twitter of, like, people creating, like, these crazy scenes and stuff? Mm-hmm. I think I want to do something kind of, like, cool. Um, or maybe make, like, a wine cellar. Ooh, that'd be kind of neat mm-hmm. right now in my kind of main room it's kind of like a miscellaneous space where like the left part of it is like a living room and the right part of it is like a like a tailory mm-hmm. uh station where i've got like a sewing station mm-hmm. and i have like some of my like shirts on the walls and like hats on racks and stuff cool and it's just like it looks really cool i think i also have a, a treadmill there because uh because coach gave it to me oh nice mm-hmm I made Chris Chan's shirt. I saw. I saw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I wonder if Chris Chan is playing Animal Crossing. I wouldn't doubt it. Chris Chan is the first Let's Player of all time. Um, mm-hmm. And the first Let's Play they ever did was with Animal Crossing on GameCube. So I would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. <laughs> Stop it! Oh God, I was Ugh. I was walking around. I, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a villager to show up with the name Ivy, so I can just go hi Ivy every time. I uh, I can't wait. Um, oh Lord, yeah. Who's your favorite villager right now? Eric the Elk. Eric the Elk. Yeah, he's all right. Right now, mine. My favorite villager that I have, it's probably either Bob or Cat. Mm. Um, my favorite villager, like, 
at large out in the world, it's got to be Marshall, yo. Marshall. Marshall's cool as hell. He's a, a he's a gray uh, cat with like these big uh, rimmed glasses and wears like a vest. Is he the one with the two different colored eyes? Yeah. Yeah. He's why is the... everyone going nuts about him? I don't know. I I don't know why people are going nuts about him, but I just I like him. I think he's really adorable. One of the best people that have come to my town that I can't keep in my town. I was really upset about is Harvey. Oh, the photo man. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, what were we talking about? Hold on a sec. Uh, I got you. I was like, oh my God, stay here. I'll get rid of my pop star. Have you been to Harvey's Island? No. If you go to the airport, you can travel to Harvey's Island Mm. and he has a photo studio there that you can use. Really? Mm -hmm. And if you have any amiibos, you can like summon those uh, characters into the photo studio. It's cool. Mm -hmm. I got a couple ambios. Huh. Dude, I'm having so much fun. I am. I have had such a hard time with clay. I need so much clay. Why do you need clay for? Because all of my fences, I'm doing brick walls. Ah. Uh. And it looks real nice, but also, I only get like four to six clay a day, and to make a set of walls is six clay, so I can only like put up a couple walls Holy a day, shit. and I'm going nuts. Sorry, that was a yawn. Uh. No, it's okay. I was just thinking about the amount of clay that I need to finish my village. I wish I could buy resources. Yeah, I'm surprised you can't. Honestly. Or, like, if there was, like, a traveling merchant that had just, like, raw resources you can buy. Because, like, how many times have you just like needed to reach for some hardwood and you didn't have any oh no i i always have i have an abundance of hardwood i have an abundance of softwood i can never find regular wood Mm -hmm. what i usually do is when i go to the uh travel ticket islands i just cut down all the trees before i leave Mm. i basically just loot the entire island for what it's worth i leave with like you know like do 20 tarantulas and then a couple of resources do to the island what humans have done to the planet <laughs> destroy yep. till it's unrecognizable yep and uh summon giant bugs yep my i love hunting tarantulas i think it's so fun cuz they give uh, you they put give you a run for your money don't they um i guess yeah i mean I was on a tarantula island, and I didn't know that if you sell things to Timmy and Tommy in the little box, that mm-hmm. you only get 80%. So I sold 17 of them, and it was really like selling like 13 of them, because I, I lost all that money. Um, also, how come the little fucking baby raccoon can stay up all night in a goddamn tent, but he opens his own store, and he has to go to bed by fucking 9 o'clock? He has to go to bed by 10 o'clock. Whatever. There's two of them. Have one work one shift, the other work the other. <laughs> Listen, they need their beauty sleep. No, fuck them. <laughs> fuck those little baby raccoons. We'll just throw shit in the box after hours. I can't. I just throw everything in the box because it's convenient. I think Nintendo did what they always do with this game. And they improved so many little things, but then just totally forgot about everything else. Because like there, there's no reason why when I go into my house and I use my crafting bench... 
Like, yes. I, yes. I thought this was just going to happen oh. because of the way games are made now, but because mm-hmm. Nintendo has to be fucking five years late to every party, uh, I was just like, oh, I can't access all of my inventory from my storage that's, co- that's directly connected to my house. You, I can't do that. That's the number one complaint that basically anyone has about the game. Yeah. That's my that's my only personal issue is is that. that that's my only issue. That and how come I got to see every time I catch a fish I got to say, "Oh, it's a loach. I must something with reproach." Like, "All right, I get it. I caught I kind of like the fish puns. Not it's it's like I like it the first time. But if I'm catching 49 sea bass, it's a, a sea load, bass. Nah. I'd say it's at least a C plus. Yeah, like I saw on Twitter, it was like retweet to scare an Animal Crossing fan, and it was just a picture of a C plus. <laughs> like, like I, I've caught my inventory is full of them. Please just let me be, like let me go away, and I don't need to see the C plus bullshit again. Like, this is not a, this is not a game with a story, so I'm not there yeah. to like like don't get me wrong there should be an option to turn them on and off, like have it on for the mm-hmm. first time. Cause I can turn on my map whenever I want, or if I stand still, it shows up. That's not a feature yeah. that I thought would be in the game, but I can't turn off my, I can't turn off my, Oh, you caught another bu- butterfly. Fish puns. Yeah. Like, Oh, you caught a yellow butterfly. Sometimes they flutter by like, I don't need to know that every time. Just let me go. And then maybe like hold it up and put it in my pocket. Yeah. There's uh there's room for some small improvements, but they also, kept very close to the the classic Animal Crossing kind of formula. Um, mostly because the fan base of Animal Crossing has very traditionally been um, like generational. Like, mm-hmm. if you played the first Animal Crossing, you got the second one, third one, fourth one, so have you. Mm-hmm. It's not really been a viral game like this one has been. Yeah. And I hate using the word viral, but like, you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Where this one has had a really large appeal, where normally it was kind of meant to cater to its fans, and that uh, all these kind of small issues are kind of a result to sticking to, like not changing what isn't broke. Yeah. But I think there's definitely room for free updates, improvements, events that I think down the line definitely could be fixed. And I wouldn't even consider these issues. They're just kind of like quality of life uh, aspects I'd like to see. I don't know, man. I think at this point in time, like, I don't have a huge inventory. Like, and not everything stacks. Like, fish not stacking, I think, is a little ridiculous. Like, I think fish should Mm -hmm. stack at least up to five. Yeah, that would be pretty convenient. Like, it's just little things. It's, It's Nintendo doing what Nintendo always does. Hey, we have a really great idea, but we're not gonna do what everyone else does out of out of wanting to be a contrarian. So I wouldn't even say that. I would say it's more from a place of keeping, uh, being too traditional, maybe not pushing the boundary enough. Yeah. But this is by no means, uh, like hating on the game because I absolutely adore it. It's one of my favorite games right now. And I think I will probably play this game until my switch battery explodes. Sorry, big yawn. Um, yeah, yeah. I um, I, I I like that as long as I'm playing my Switch. Like I bought Smash and this like in the same week. Um, but that's a big investment. Yeah, I know. And well, I can't do anything. All I do is I go to work and I come home. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, Except when I go to work, I move from my bed to my 
uh, desk chair. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, here's my few days off. I get to go to Walmart and walk or Oh, we got to talk about that real quick. What, Walmart? I just want to talk about it. I, I know you don't want to talk about the end of the world that much because we've been talking about it nonstop. But can we just talk about something real quick? Sure. Before Every we time. transition to this, yeah. we're at 40 minutes. All right. Every time I go out, every time I go out, and I just see mass roves of panic, all I can picture is BF, BFG division. Like, all I hear is just... That's all I hear. Uh, that was probably the worst sound I've ever heard. I know, I'm sorry, but I can edit that, don't worry. Okay. But that's all I hear. Like, I just watch these people panic, and I see the, like, the look in their eyes of we're all gonna die, and just... Like despair and fucking hope, hopelessness, and all I hear is fucking Mick Gordon taking a chainsaw and making it sound like a guitar. Like Mick Gordon's a genius. He's the fucking man. Like I just, I can't wait to buy Doom Eternal. I've been kind of waiting because I bought Animal Crossing and same day. Yeah. Um. When I, f- I'm probably gonna buy it in the summer when I'm getting a little bit more hours with work. Hmm. Um. I'm buy it but when it gets I. Cheaper. Yeah, I'm super excited for Doom Eternal. I thought the trailers looked good. The reviews have been really good. And mm-hmm. the community around it, it's really wholesome, actually. Really? Where we're seeing a rise of... not, not I stumbled over my words. You're good. I believe in you. As we're seeing kind of a rise in the Animal Crossing community and uh, kind of feelings of inadequacy of like, oh, my village isn't as cool as their village. The Doom community has gotten very open and like has been welcoming new people and saying, hey, take your time. You don't have to start on hardcore. You can start on easy and work your way up. Really, really um, savor this experience. And if you need help with Easter eggs, we, we got a thread for that. Holy like, shit. It's, it's been really, really nice. Yeah. I actually retweeted a picture recently that was, like, my expectations with Doom, and it had, like, oh, don't worry, it'll... Or the expectations were, like, Hellfire, and then it says Reality. It says, oh, don't worry, take your time. And then Expectations with Animal Crossing. And it was, like, I just found a fish. And then Reality was, your village is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It it was really funny. Uh, Follow me on Twitter. I've got some hot content. Um... Especially because I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I, I wanted to tweet something the other day that I thought was so fucking funny, but I was like, I don't know how that's going to be taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, bitch got a pussy like Bubble Buddy. Like from Spongebob? <laughs> Is it popping? No, like, <laughs> like, think about what Bubble Buddy's legs look like next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> But I, what did I, I, I got some heat. Um, oh, I'm not watching this fucking tiger show thing because white people once again have ruined it for everyone. What is it? I haven't really heard. Oh about my it. God. I can't stop fucking hearing about it. This meth addict owned a bunch of tigers and then some woman fed her husband to a tiger and they're all like, fuck this woman, Carol. Like it's white people doing what white people do and ruin it for every, like I'll watch <sighs> it when it's not cool anymore because I just don't feel like getting in. I don't feel like. And this is this is me saying this during a quarantine. I don't feel like running into someone who's like, "Hey, have you seen the Tiger Show?" And just being like, "Yeah, what's your favorite?" Like, I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah, like so. It was kind of like uh, when Bird Box came out. I still haven't seen it because people wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, that's. But you know what? That's another thing where this is. I shouldn't say it's just so much white people. It's mostly white boomers. But it's like, it's like white boomers are like, "Oh my god, have you heard of this Bird Box?" And it's like, "All right, stop." It's not even that scary. It's just. 
it's a fucking weird there's one part of that movie that that reminded me of the thing and that's my favorite horror movie of all time and Mm -hmm. i was like that's the level of creepy the thing can get to but like the thing amplifies it that whole Mm -hmm. because to me what's scary isn't a slasher isn't like a man with a gun it's not knowing it's that that fear of like what's happening i have no control over my situation that's fucking Mm -hmm. scary to me like everything's calm but you're still on edge you know what i mean yeah like have you ever seen the thing that the 80s thing i have not okay so there's a scene where they're like standing around and i'm not i don't want to ruin anything but they're like testing a process out in the thing and it's the most tense scene ever and it's uh it's so good but, um, yeah, I go out in public and all I can hear is BFG division. Like it's all I picture. I just picture. And then like, I went to a grocery store and it's a chain grocery store, but it's, um, like an Aldi or something. No, no, no. It's like a, it's like a, I don't want to say it cause it's like a PA exclusive. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's not far from Aldi's. Yeah. Um, and like I walk in and all I hear is thank you for shopping at today. Uh, we are trying our best to make sure that the, the shelves are stocked, but just know that we have plenty of merchandise for everybody, and we thank you for your uh, your patience and cooperation. Ding! And then it like goes back to whatever elevator music they were playing. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking through the store going, all I picture are half of the lights don't work anymore, and the ones that do are flickering. Things have been thrown off the shelves. There is chaos that is stopped in time as you can smell the decay of rotting flesh from the from the the uh freezers that are no longer working and there's a faint musky almost sour smell in the air as you can see that mold is growing not only on the remaining food and bread but on the bodies that have been thrown across to the other aisles and as the quiet kind of comes and goes with your footsteps you occasionally will hear thank you for shopping at today just so you know we're trying our best to make sure that like that same exact message mm-hmm. as as you just see things toppled over and as time has sat still and 50 years have gone by and it's like i i'm walking through it going i'm in the super duper mart like i instantly was put there I'm just walking around going, like, this is it. This is the end times. Like, there's just nothing. Like, there's nothing else that I felt more comfortable in than right now. And I think it's a little weird that everybody's freaking out, and I go out in public, and I'm, like, smiling. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's oh. a little that's a little strange. I'm like, it's the end of the world, everybody. Like, let's have some fucking fun out here. And like, everyone's like, my family can't eat. I'm like, well, you should have bought bread and canned food and not fucking toilet paper. I don't know. The end of the world is a fun time. Fun um, fucking time for me. I spoke. It's I spoke not a fun to, time for me. <laughs> I spoke to a man the other day. Uh, I was at work. And he comes into where I work, and I'm looking at him, and I'm going, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, do you ever just look at someone, and you're like, why is something about Ooh. them? Like, you can't put your finger on it, but you're like, why are they, like, off? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I'm looking at I, him. I go to a tech school. I know what you mean. <laughs> So I'm looking at him, and I'm going, 
what the fuck is wrong? Not wrong, but what is up with you? What is different about you that makes you stand out from everybody else? And I'm looking at his face, and he was like, maybe in his late 30s, early 40s, salt and pepper hair, a stubble beard, and I'm going, what the fuck is different about you that makes you stand out? And he gets over to me, and, and I go, hey, did you just land? And, like, before I even realized it, I re- like, before my brain could process it, I realized he was in a flight suit. And oh. I go, did you just land? And then he goes, yeah. He goes, he, I, he's like, not in the parking lot. He's like, we parked, we landed, and then we took an ambulance over here. And I then I realized that he's got a fucking a medical patch on him, and he's telling me that he's a wow. he's a, a a helicopter pilot, right? Mm-hmm. So he's telling me about how he's he's flying people in and out, and. Uh, He's telling me, he's like, yeah, I just flew a kid in from Philadelphia who had COVID. Or no, he goes, we can't even fly them. He goes, if we fly them in the helicopter because of the blade pushing force downward, it spreads the virus over a larger area. So what we have to do is we have to put him in an ambulance. But before I could even get in the ambulance with the kid, he goes, what I have to do is I get get completely naked. He goes, new underwear, new socks, new shoes, uh, new pants, new shirt, new fucking hazmat suit, new mask, new gloves, new everything. He goes, I have to get completely redressed for the day. And then I hop in the ambulance with this guy, and because we can't take him in a helicopter, we drive him to a... I forget what hospital, because I I would tell you just so you would know, just out of curiosity, but I can't remember the one. It was something local. Um, He goes, "We, we took him... And then once we get him to the hospital, he's like quarantined, like almost in like a bubble type structure thing. And he Mm -hmm. is brought to a certain section of the hospital that is just for the Rona. And he goes, just scary. He goes from there. We, we, um, well, it, it wasn't, it wasn't scary. And I'll tell you why he goes from there. What we do is we, uh, let all of the doors open on the ambulance for an hour to let it breathe Mm -hmm. then we all get back in the ambulance and scrub it down and then when it's scrubbed down we leave the doors open for another two hours and only then after five six hours of the ambulance being out of commission can we use the ambulance again Jeez. yeah then I'm sitting there and I'm talking to this guy and I'm fucking enthralled. Like this is this is me talking to like a marine. You know what I mean? Dur- no, this is mm-hmm. me talking to like imagine if you could go back to World War II and someone from the war came home and you could just talk to them. Like this is what it felt like to me. Like I was like mm-hmm. I am talking to someone on the front line right mm-hmm. now of of the fact that we l- currently are living in a future history lesson like this is like it's this the is front line. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like I was like holy shit, like I'm talking to this dude. And I said, "What is it? What do they look like?" Because the way you hear about it on the news, it makes them seem like they're zombies. Oh, hold on. Before that, before any of that happened, he was telling me that he's a helicopter pilot and he was telling me how how dead the roads are. And I go, "Have you ever seen a movie from like the 70s? I want to say 71 with Charlton Heston." And I go, "The oh, and as I'm saying it, he fucking says it with me." The Omega Man. He goes, the Omega Man? I go, yeah! And I got, like, excited because, like, as I'm, as I'm talking to him, I realize I'm talking to, like, a, a Robert Neville. Like, I'm, I know I'm not talking to the mm. Robert Neville. But, like, I'm talking to a medical man who flies a helicopter. And in that movie, 
he was a medical man who flew a helicopter or was in the helicopter yes. in a crash you know what i mean and he's mm -hmm. like they had the eyes i go in the cloaks they had the cloaks and he's like yeah and he fucking knew about it so i knew that he like he like understood me on some level of like mm -hmm. my enthusiasm because i remember saying to him that i wanted to just drive to manhattan just to drive around because it's empty mm -hmm. um but then when i'm talking to him i go I go, what do they look like? Do they look like the fucking people from the Omega Man? He goes, no, they just look like they have a cold. And then he asked me, he goes, how old are you? I go, 23. He goes, you're fine. He goes, do not worry. He goes, what's your blood type? I said, I don't know. He goes, if you have type A, you're more at risk. If you have type O, you're fine. There's something about the way the, the body makes its proteins with type O blood that it... Um, you're less susceptible. Yeah, but if you have type A, you are more susceptible. But mm -hmm. as long as you're young and you wash your hands... And practice social distancing and self-isolation. You're fine. Mm -hmm. He's like, you have really nothing to worry about. It's people that are like 60 and over that you have to worry about. And the people At that are... At the same are... time, there are people our age that do have to worry about it. People with like lung deficiencies. People yeah. that have... A history of um, poor immune system, so then it's just definitely don't go out. yeah, it's definitely important for us to still take it seriously because if we come into contact with those people, we could potentially spread it. Yeah, but so it's definitely really important to kind of get with the program and stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just saying that, like, as long as you wash your hands and you stay about the age that you are now for the time being. Mm -hmm. He pretty much said I, that I was fine. So if you're my age, like, I'm still considered essential. So I'm going to work, which part of it kind of sucks because I'm like, oh, I wish I could be home so I can, like, work on some things. Maybe I would actually be able to make some fucking music and yeah. be able to write fucking another nuclear family. But also, like, it's nice that I'm working. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's nice that At I At least still you're have... bringing in some money, yeah. Yeah, and I have, like, a like... sense of normalcy. I'm still working, but I'm working digitally because yeah. most of the work I've been doing has been digital anyway, mm -hmm. but I would just like do it in the office with the rest of the folks I was working with. Yeah. So, so you still like, it's not as bad of a transition. Mm -hmm. What's really killing me is my classes. Really? Yeah. I'm not the kind of person that I purposely do not sign up for online classes because I know I can't handle them. Hmm. I need to be in a lab or in a classroom and I need to be there and focus and get it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in an ASL class this semester that I'm most certainly going to fail because I can't, I can't keep up with signs over digital communication like zoom because the servers are overloaded. Zoom. The quality is not there. Yeah. Um, yep. so I just straight up, like I haven't been going, I haven't been uh, signing in to the class sessions because I am not going to waste my time. I know I'm going to fail the class. I'll retake it when I can take it in person. And that's just kind of that. Like, I'm not giving up or anything. I'm just... This is See, what I signed up for. Up. They, should give you, they should give you a break because of this. Oh, they are. Um, they my, like university, my university inst instated a pass-fail uh, policy that you can opt into. Mm -hmm. So basically, at the end of the semester the teacher can say yeah you did good enough and really? you either pass or fail so and regardless popularity contest pretty much no 
Um, not really. I mean, it's more, um, well, probably popularity contest is the wrong wording. A likability test? No, you have to still do your work. All right. Um, but um, what, the thing that goes along with the pass-fail is that um, if you fail, it doesn't count towards your GPA, so you don't tank your uh, grade point average, which is the only thing that employers really look at in terms of, like, how well did you do in school? Do you have the piece of paper? Do you have the number? Great. Really? Yeah, you have to, and you have to prove that you have the skills. That's the most important part, at least in my industry. Um, the other thing is, if you pass on the pass-fail grading uh, scale, you get to keep the credits. It does, it, yeah, it won't affect my GPA, but I still get to keep the class credits. Wait, if you fail, you keep the credit? No, if, if I pass, I keep the credit. Oh, oh, oh. If I fail, I'll have to retake the class, but it's not going to take my GPA. I see. So I'm probably going to do that because I know I'm not going to do well in this uh, this online course. The other three courses that I'm in, um, I'm doing well enough that I'm going to end up passing, but I'm still I'm struggling. I'm having mm-hmm. a lot of trouble with it, and I'm still doing work. So yeah, I know that my situation is not unique, and I might just be bitching on the internet, but like. It's been stressful, and I know that a lot of people can relate to this, and I'm just here to say that, hey, hey, tough it out. It's going to suck for a little bit, but hopefully we can resolve a lot of these issues in time um, and just really get to the bottom. The most important thing on everyone's minds is staying safe, staying healthy, and um, and staying alive. Yes. I don't know. I'm just not really worried. I'm not. Um, I know you're not worried, but I also am living in the state with the highest amount of cases. Yeah. So I kind of have to worry about it. Yeah. No, I, like, I feel you. My county's cases are growing by the day. Oh, really? Um, I think doubling by the day, if I'm not mistaken. Not bad. Yeah. I can check real just quick. Just stay home. Oh, so I haven't left the house in days. I'm going goddamn nuts. Yeah, just stay home and order Chinese food. I've actually been doing a lot of cooking with my roommate, and it's been really good. Cool. Yeah, I um, I think sometime this week I'm going to take my... T- okay, I just want to just say something while, while we're here. I just want to sure. say how fucking wild of a time this is. Me, being the big-ass dude that I am, went to Aldi's in a, in a fucking fitted baseball hat... Right? Mm-hmm. A face mask, sunglasses, and my, my shoulder bag, right? My purse. Very and Book a, of Eli of you. <laughs> yeah. In a black hoodie. Like, and I put sunglasses on just because mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. And nobody fucking looked at me weird. I was like, I could rob the store right now. Yeah. Like, I could, they, nobody would know. I could sit, I could grab all of my groceries and be like, now empty the drawer out, and then fucking run out, and, like, like, I just, it's fucking wild, it's fucking wild, it's fucking wild. So, someone might recall, I think it was two weeks ago when we talked about the virus for the first time, that I said that there were two uh, cases in my county. Mm-hmm. There are now uh, 359. It has been. Wow. It has been two weeks. By tomorrow, it will be probably over 450. Damn. Yeah. So, stay safe out there, guys. I know someone that who is staying safe, though. His name is Shane Ivers. 
If, if you want to get his music, it is Feather Duster. It is our intro music. You can get that at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, do you have anything else to say? If you'd like to follow us on any sort of social media, there's links to our socials in the description below. Um, or Twitter. My Twitter, all Twitter shows Twitter. You can also follow us on Discord. Uh, we were just... I've been spending a lot of time in Discord lately. Um, mm. It seems to be like a nightly thing that we all kind of meet up and voice chat and hang out for a little bit. Um, Chillax. Yeah, just kind of hang out. My day's off. Uh, I'll play Smash, and they'll be, and you'll hear everyone be like, can you stop fucking clicking your buttons? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm maining <laughs> Rob. And uh, it's, it's just a fun fucking time. Everyone was talking about this tiger thing. Um, jump in. There's a link in the description below. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you thumbs us up and subscribe and leave a little comment saying what you like and what you don't like and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. We're available everywhere podcasts are available to be downloaded. And if you like the show, we'd really, 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 really appreciate it if you could support us in any way. It's not mandatory, but if you like us, we'd appreciate it. Uh, We have a red bubble where you can throw us a couple bucks by buying a shirt or a duvet or a sticker or a bag or a book or a block or a clock or a shower curtain. What were you going to say? I'm going to say what I have to say after we're done talking about red bubble. Okay. Um there's also another group of fine, 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 fine folks that we have to thank, and they are from our Patreon. Again, Patreon is not a mandatory thing. It's just for those who want to see the show get bigger and better. There's a bunch of tier stuff. There's a bunch of... If, if you really want to see the show get bigger and better, there's the Patreon that you can uh, throw us a couple bucks on. There's a couple of tiers there. One of them gets... Uh, if you're in a certain tier, you can be on one of the shows that we have here for uh, Atomic Tabletop. It's on a revolving basis. Uh, But we have to thank some of the people that have been throwing money our way for quite a while at this point, some of them. Um, And we just want to say thank you real quick. So before I express my thanks to our wonderful patrons, I do want to say if anyone out there is having issues financially and you don't want to stick around on our Patreon, there's no hard feelings. Times are tough for everyone. So we really appreciate your support, but... If you feel like you are no longer able to offer that same level of support, you do not have to feel bad whatsoever. Yeah, I. It's we're just thankful that you even listen, let alone mm-hmm. throw us a couple bucks. So, so we're going to start by thanking the friendly companion cube. Thank you, cube. It's good to hear from you, cube. Um, and then we're also going to thank Noah. Thank you, Noah. Next up is Gage. Thank you, Gage. Twice, Gage also. Thank- uh, supports the discord with nitro yes and also jordan with a y jordan with a y thank you thanks for coming around jordan yeah thank you seriously uh don't feel pressured if yeah if, don't feel pressured it, yeah i get it it's hard the word the world is kind of in a weird place mm-hmm. <laughs> the economy the economy uh dude <laughs> let's talk about something boomers will come into where i work and they'll be like man it's crazy out there i'm like yeah sure is it going the economy is dying and i'm like no you know what's dying fucking people around the world people like globally are dying every day cares if a billionaire isn't making fucking the same amount of money he's a fucking billionaire Mm -hmm. like i just saw today it was like jay-z and rihanna's companies have teamed up to donate two million two million fucking what 
That's like pennies on their dollar. And then yeah. it was like Facebook donates twenty five million, and someone did the math, and it was like point zero 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 three five percent of all of their money. It's like you mm-hmm. you threw quarters at a poor person. Like yeah, it, it's true. And like, actually, one company that's doing exceedingly well with their donations, Lego. Lego do, yeah, has really donated, donated a lot. Fifty million to children affected. So imagine like coming home and being like, "Hey, Buckaroo, heard mom and dad got the Rona, but here's the fucking Millennium Falcon." Like, <laughs> I, uh, who else? Carhartt. Carhartt is now making uh, masks and gowns. Mm-hmm. For uh, starting, like, I think either April 1st or April 2nd, they're making uh, masks and gowns in America for uh, medical professionals. And that makes me wonder does that mean I can get a Carhartt mask with a little Carhartt patch on it? Because if so, oh, I kind of so want cool. it. Yeah. Um, Man, the capitalism's really getting to you, <laughs> especially in this time as, of crisis. As somebody who, li- who, like, almost exclusively wears Carhartt stuff, like, that's my brand. Mm-hmm. I have another close friend that wears almost exclusively Carhartt stuff. Really? And yeah, she's incredible. She'll probably end up buying one too. Like, I mean, I doubt they're going to be for sale. They're probably just giving them away. Like, they're probably giving mm-hmm. them to medical people. But like, yeah. and I doubt that it even says Carhartt on it. It's probably just like whatever meets the quality safety standards. Yeah, like it might. Like it probably doesn't even have like in it. It's just like people need this. Here you go. It doesn't say actually or some shit. My. One, my roommate's mom sent her a care package, mm-hmm. and she had hand-sewed us and the other roommates uh, masks and, uh, like, elastic masks for when we go grocery shopping. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, it was really, really a nice gesture. And that's really cool. I, I'm really thankful, because that's just enough. Even if it's not, like, a perfectly, like, medical-grade mask, having something is better than having nothing. Yeah, I mean, also, you really shouldn't use masks, from what I understand. Oh, yeah. Masks don't do anything. Um, mm. Also, I heard that, yeah, it's something that, like, masks, uh, masks, it's because it's not airborne. It's, mm-hmm. um, like, if you, like, if, if I have it and I sweat and somehow the sweat gets in your mouth, or if, mm-hmm. like, you and I are talking and I, like, <laughs> I spit in your mouth on accident or something. Like, Without calling me daddy? <laughs> yeah. Like, some, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, that's why gyms are shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, because of all the sweat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so masks, if you're older, maybe cause it's, it affects people respiratory, respiratorily. And like, mm-hmm. if somebody sneezes, sure, but masks really aren't doing much. Um, and gloves I heard aren't really doing all that much either. If anything, it's making it worse. I mean, at the same time, it's better than nothing. No, it's making it worse in a sense that people feel like because they have gloves on, they can touch everything, but they're not mm-hmm. thinking like, Oh, I'll just touch my face and I'll touch this. And then I'll touch my phone. Right, yeah. You're just cross-contaminating everything. So I was I was the biggest proponent for gloves. I've never had softer hands in my life. Um, <laughs> I also saw Heather. I just want to bring this up. Young Heather. I oh, saw young her Heather. at Walmart. I met her dad. Very nice guy. Um, you know, I think we're we're still doing the outro, aren't we? Yeah, we're good. Don't worry. <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're um, good. Just, we, we haven't really spoken in a while. Um, yeah. You know what? Can I just pause you real quick? Sure. What's going to end up happening is the outro is going to be like, it's just going to keep getting close. In. It's going to be like halfway through the episode that we just bullshit for another half hour. <laughs> It'll well, become like an ad break in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I saw Heather and we were talking and bullshit and whatnot. And uh, she's doing well, but she's a teacher and she was like, I'm out and I don't know when I'm going back. 
I don't know what the plan is. I heard that all schools on the East Coast are shut down completely. I don't know if that's true or mm-hmm. not. Um, I think we'll be out of this by August. I definitely hope that we'll be um, in a much more stable place by August, September for yeah. the upcoming school year. I heard um, that doctors in New York are starting to test with a new medicine, and apparently it's really, really helping. Okay. Uh, the one thing that I heard is it has a lot to do with um, malaria medicine. Some <laughs> malaria, And there was something I heard today that, like, this is how fucking dumb people who fucking believe everything Trump says because there's there's a section of dude there's a section of people that I went to school with that like I reinstated my my Facebook just mm-hmm. to see what people are saying and people like wholeheartedly believe what this fucking man says and they That's don't ridiculous. they don't take it with any ounce of uh uh like of, critical thought they just like okay it's what the president said that's what we're doing like uh like I have a friend who was like retweeted something that said that Trump said everybody should stay inside until the 30th or put it on, shared it on Facebook. And it was genuinely like, what do you mean? I thought we could leave on the 13th. And it was like, no, no fucking stay in no. your home. Like <laughs> this, this man does not work for the CDC. This man can fucking barely run a hotel. And, uh, what the fuck happened? He, he got on, on TV cause he's doing like daily press conferences and said something about, a medicine that's I forget how how it's said but there's a there's a koi pond medicine thing like that like you put in koi ponds mm-hmm. that it, it like the name is is so close but it's like the beginning of it is the same and then there's like a hyphen and then something else but like one medicine doesn't have the hyphen and the other one just kind of like ends and then says something else these people mm-hmm. fucking drank koi pond fluid and they were like this is what, this is what the president said this, he said this was gonna cure us and i heard it on a podcast the one guy goes you don't have the fucking cure for the rona in your house like why the fuck would you think that you have that to begin with one and two why the fuck would you listen to someone who oh fucking does God. not know what the fuck they're talking about at any given time? Do you want to hear something terrifying? Absolutely. And crazy? So in my county, there was, uh, I think a guy was just arrested or has been like quarantined or something because he had symptoms of coronavirus mm-hmm. and his wife was pregnant and started going into labor. He lied about having symptoms so that he can go to the hospital and watch his uh, baby get born. He infected himself, the child, and uh, the mother. All they all have it. They they all have it, and I wow. think some of the medical professionals what a because he lied asshole. about have yeah because he lied about having symptoms and like there's there was like a write up in the paper about like should this guy get charged with like manslaughter or like if they die endangerment? yeah, yeah. yeah. If the, they the baby's die. probably gonna die. And I'm not even, and I'm not even being like a negative person. I'm not generally a negative person. Um, but this is, he seriously endangered the health of himself and others. And that's not okay in a situation like this. See, that's what I said from the beginning is it's one thing when a bunch of people that are in their nineties die because you lived your life, but a baby, come on, you're the fucking lowest. Honestly, any life is sacred. He put as many lives at risk despite their age he put a ton of medical professionals lives no absolutely absolutely i'm totally with you there but i'm saying like it's a a shame that it's a selfish asshole like what a fucking sell dude you're gonna fuck you're probably gonna leave in fucking two years ago get cigarettes and never come back was it that imperative that you fucking watch the kid be born like (laughs) 
It's just so fucking dystopian. There's, uh, we'll end on this. Hold on. We'll end on this. Hold yeah. on. We'll end on this. There's, I want to find the lyrics for it first. There's, I made, I said in a, in a few episodes ago, um, I said in a few episodes ago, Jordan with a Y and I, uh, Jordan with a Y and I made a playlist on Spotify that's like, uh, it's called The End of the World. Do not skip. Um, and in the middle of it, there is a song called Cells by MF Doom, and I fucking love this song. And it opens with, and the one line in it always gives me chills. Um, Uh, it, it all, it, it, it's, a, it's a poem about the end of the world, and part of it goes, born, we are born like this, into this, into hospitals that are so expensive that it's cheaper to die, into lawyers who charge so much it's cheaper to plead guilty, into a country where the jails are full and the madhouses are closed, into a place where the masses elevate fools into rich heroes, born into this, walking and living through this, dying because of this, castrated, debauched, disheartened. Because of this, the fingers reach toward an, uh, towards an unresponsive god. The fingers reach for the bottle, the pill, the powder. We are born into sorrowful deadliness. There will be open and unpunished murder in the streets. It'll be guns and roving mobs. Land will be useless. Food will become a diminishing return. Nuclear power will be taken over by the many. Explosions will continuously shake the earth. Radiated men will eat the flesh of radiated men. Rotten bodies of men and animals will stink in the dark wind. And there will be the most beautiful silence never heard, born out of this. And with that, have a good night, everyone. I don't know who that's by. That's by a man named Charles Butowski, I think. I want to give him the credit he he deserves. Hold on. Okay. Charles... Yeah, Charles Bowaski. He's a poet or something. And that is the fucking tightest shit I have ever heard. Good night, everybody. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. (laughs) Atomic Radio Hour Podcast.